straight arrow away. Sit back and enjoy the stroke play of Meg Lanning. This is excellent batting by Ash Gardner. Jonathan strikes again. She's on a hat trick. She comes at Molyneux. Catch is taken by Perry. The Australian women's cricket team win their fifth Hello and welcome to the Scooby Other Cricket Podcast, dedicated to the women's game, brought to you today by Qantas, the spirit of Australia. I'm Emily Collin. And I'm Laura Jolly. LJ, it's NAIDOC week all the way back in Australia, and who better to celebrate with uh, here in London than Ash Gardner joining us on the show today. Ash talks about her memories of the late, great Faith Thomas, um, her work with the Ash Gardner Foundation. And uh, we also touch on a little bit of cricket chat after she became, after she took the best test figures by any Australian woman. Um, so great to catch up with Ash. But LJ, we're sitting here at the Oval. It's looking very rainy now. Hopefully it all clears up. The second T20 of the series, Australia one win away from retaining the Ashes. So England need to win. Can they win? How can they win? Seems like they've still got the belief within their team. Yeah, that's a question that has kept cropping up over the last few days because they keep saying they're closing the gap on Australia. They feel like they're challenging Australia. But arguably, that, that's not good enough. They've got a team with Heather Knight, Natalie Sipper-Brunt, Sophie Eccleston. There's no shortage and more. There's no shortage of talent in that team and no reason why they shouldn't be able to beat Australia. It almost feels like they're building it up into this just doing it once is going to be this enormous gap closing feat which you know it's a t20 match you can you can win t20 games so i don't know if it's a little bit of a psychological hurdle at the moment mm. um i obviously the match at saturday night went down to the final over but really i feel like that was more of a stumble from australia at the end they never yeah. looked properly uncomfortable chasing no that target no it just seems like england yeah as you said they're an excellent team they just need to get over this mental hurdle of trying to beat Australia because you feel like if they do manage to beat them just get get one win that can open a bit of a floodgate for them yeah I, I just think it's being built up into almost a little bit bigger than it is Australia are a very very good cricket team yeah but they're, they're not, not invincible, invincible. <laughs> jinx <laughs> <laughs> they're not invincible no so we'll see what happens tomorrow look it sounds like the Aussie girls they just, they're hunting a whitewash. They do not want to let their foot off the gas. And maybe it feels like the England girls, they need a bit more of that grit and grunt, I guess. Yeah, maybe they, if they can find a bit of fire and get themselves back into this series, it, it could set up mm. a, a really entertaining two T20 games here in London. Yeah. Of course, if Australia win tomorrow, they retain the Ashes and then have a chance to win them outright at Lords, which Ash Gardner did say today is a carrot that's driving the Australian team the chance to um, have the series won at that venue this week. So maybe um, huge few days. Maybe yeah. the Aussie girl, maybe the English girls need to feed off uh, some of the feistiness of the men's series, which is kind of it seems like the cricket world has descended into a bit of madness, especially over in, here in London and. It's kind of, it's, it's all worked its way into the, the women's series as well. Yeah, it, it, to be fair, it's probably overwhelmed the women's series in terms of media coverage a bit, which is, is a shame, um, but it definitely has the whole country fired up about <laughs> Ashes cricket. Everyone is fired up. I think with every press conference we've been to this week, the Australian and English players have been questioned strongly about their thoughts on the spirit of cricket and whether they would execute such a dismissal. <laughs> it's been fairly much team sticking to their party lines. England Very don't want safe. to borrow it. Australia more than happy to do it. <laughs> yeah, we love it. It's yeah, certainly a lot of drama going on. And we're expecting some more big crowds. Oh, yes. We've had news coming in today that two of the three ODIs are fully sold out now. Incredible. Hopefully some great crowds here in London. It's been 
an amazing series already and it's going to be a very special night here at the Oval. Full credit to the ECB for their scheduling, their marketing. I think it's been really noticeable over here how much effort has gone into promoting this series and, my God, it's paying off. It's been unreal so far. Edge Baston was pumping and, yeah, as you said, it's looking like we're it's full steam ahead. And, you know, no shade, shade on Chelmsford, but being here at the Oval, oh. preparing for a T20 match for the Ashes is just an absolute vibe. And Unreal. Worlds away from where we were four years ago. So yeah. it is yeah. really, really cool. Full credit, full credit to the ECB for that. Um, and before we get to Ash, um, just a shout out to uh, our friends at Qantas. So this episode of The Scoop is brought to you by Qantas, the spirit of Australia. The official airline of the Australian cricket team and proudly representing Australia on the world stage, flying to more than 95 destinations around the globe. How good. Here is Ash Gardner. <laughs> Ash Gardner, great to see you here at the Oval, uh, head of the second T20. Three weeks into the tour or so, you got two wins under the belt, um, one win away from retaining the Ashes and we're here in London. How are you enjoying it all? It's been really good so far. Um, feels like a lifetime ago since we landed in in Leicester um, and then the three-day warm-up match into the Test match mm. and um, coming away as winners from that was um, super special and really important to kind of start our tour off the way that we would have liked, going 4-0 up and... Yeah, to win the close-ish game the other night at Edgebaston, um, fantastic crowd, mm. awesome atmosphere. Um, not too many sledges on the boundary, which was okay. nice because yeah. um, I spent a lot of time out in the boundary, so I, I was expecting it, but yeah. um, they were pretty nice, which was good. It was pretty loud. It was really loud. Yeah. Um, the atmosphere was awesome, like yeah. the, the trumpets playing. It was yeah. actually really hard not to sing along to, <laughs> to, the, to the tunes that they were um, playing, but, yeah, to see the crowd getting behind it, um, yeah, it was fantastic to see. And you've now got the best test figures for an Australian woman after the test at Trent Bridge. Has it sunk in, what, what happened there? Uh, it has, yeah. It's, um, it was a special week and to actually be able to play five days worth of test cricket um, was amazing, full stop, and to actually get a result was, was awesome as well. So to then be able to put in a personal performance like I did, um, it's a team game, so there was plenty of moments throughout the game which other people contributed um, I think, obviously, of note, Midge, um, I've never seen her keep that that well <laughs> yeah. with two broken fingers. Um, so there's a credit to her. She she helped um, some of those 12 wickets of mine, which was fantastic, but also to see someone like Annabelle Sutherland um, come out and make her maiden um, Test 100 was was awesome to see, to um, spend some time out in the middle with her as well to, to be a part of that. But um, to see people contributing at different times was, was awesome to see and obviously I came away with that amazing record but it's something that I don't really touch on because it's a team game and yep. um, it's important for other people to, to perform as well. What was the reaction like from family, friends, back home and, and in England? Like, Was it people just getting around you the whole time? Yeah, there was heaps of messages, which is really nice to see um, and plenty of support, plenty of people that stayed up late nights yep. Um to tune in and thankfully that day five didn't actually go that late yep, back at home done. which I'm sure they were all pleased about <laughs> but um yeah to have the support that we that we have had so far um obviously the crowds have been fantastic albeit not many Aussie supporters but we do hear the Aussie supporters um and we have heaps of family over here as well which is super special to to be able to share those moments with. We just wanted to touch a bit on your evolution like when you made your debut it felt like you were more of a batting all-rounder and these days you're like you know, fronting the spin attack. How, how have you seen your bowling evolve over the last few years? Yeah, it's, it's certainly been a change and um, 
I guess my game has grown. I've grown as a person both on and off the field and I guess I've challenged myself um, as well to, to try and get better and um, certainly my batting is always um, somewhere that I want to keep getting better at but I guess I've focused a lot on my bowling as well to, to know that um, I want to be one of the number one spinners in this team or in the world and um, I guess for me it was putting in the time and effort to, to bowl consistently which I felt like I hadn't been doing in the past and um, I guess that comes back to maybe not bowling many overs in the games and not finding a rhythm where I guess now when I can string some overs together there is that confidence and that trust from the captain whether it is Meg or Midge um, so they know that they can turn to me to, to, to throw the ball to me at different times of the game so yeah I guess my game has changed a little bit but um, I don't actually know whether I would be a batting all-rounder or, or a bowling all-rounder. It kind of depends just on the day. Yeah. Just Yeah, just go flat out all-rounder <laughs> and hope that they both come off in the game. Nice. And so, Ash, one of our colleagues, Louis, was um, interviewing Nathan Lyon during the test match and he said Nathan mentioned that you were messaging him ahead of the fifth day. You guys have got a bit of a connection and, t- yeah, tell us what, what you were saying with Nathan. Yeah, we um, obviously both being from New South Wales, um, we spend a little bit of time crossing paths back in our state programs and... Um, I saw him quite a few times in the gym before we came over and just was talking about off-spin bowling. Um, And then he messaged me on day four after the game and I just said, oh, do you have any tips um, (laughs) for bowling on day five? And he just literally said, just enjoy it and and don't change. Um, So it was nice to be able to, I guess, share that connection with him. Um, And then, yeah, he sent me a message afterwards, which was really nice and... um, Fingers crossed his recovery goes well because mm. he's, a, he's a massive part of their team. But, um, yeah, to have the support from someone like that who I guess I've kind of idolised in the off-spinning world mm. um, is fantastic to see. Nice. Yeah, have you spent much time with him in the nets at Cricket New South Wales or anything over the years? Uh, not a lot, to be honest. I feel like our schedules never really align. Mm. Um, I've bowled with him maybe once or twice. Um, I mean, if, if I could be half the bowler that he is or turn the ball like he does, um, that would be fantastic. But just to, I guess, share knowledge about conditions, he's obviously played a lot of test match cricket. So I kind of just wanted to know what he um, what his approach was in test match cricket. Um, mm. He obviously bowls a lot of overs and he gets to find a rhythm and gets to work batters out, which is um, probably the most exciting thing when you get to watch him bowl is he kind of outsmarts them in the end and it's um, pretty cool to watch. Nice. And so, Ash, throughout the test match wearing black arm, armbands to, um, yeah, honour the memory of Faith Thomas. Um, yeah, is it quite, was it quite special for you, like, out there paying tribute to Faith, the first Indigenous Australian to play Test cricket, and then you the third to come out and, and do what you did? Uh, yeah, you, you've obviously always got to think about the people that come before you, and um, I think Faith Thomas was, was one of those people and someone that I certainly have looked up to probably later in my career, um, mm. I guess knowing and understanding her story and kind of where she came from and um, I guess it ties in with NAIDOC week of course which is for our elders and Mm. I guess you want to pay your respects to those that came before you and um, from a sporting point of view to have her um, as someone that I could look up to and um, follow her journey and listen to her story and listen to her tell stories um, was fantastic and she's certainly going to be someone that's going to be sorely missed within the Aboriginal community, but more importantly, the sporting community as well. And, and hopefully over time, her story gets shared more and, and people can understand that she was the first Aboriginal woman to represent Australia in any sport, let alone mm. cricket. So um, it's pretty incredible. And to be the third um, test player behind her and the second female um, is something that I'll hold close 
for the rest of my career and um, the rest of my life and, and try and honour her when I can. Yeah, she really led an incredible life as a cricketer but also um, off the field as well. What does her legacy mean to you and how much of an inspiration has she been? Yeah, she's she's been huge and like I said, probably more later in my career when I've learned more about, um, I guess, what she had to overcome. Mm. Um, she was one of the first, if not the first, Aboriginal nurse, I think, in South Australia, um, which is also another amazing feat. Um, and I guess the luxuries that we have nowadays yeah. with just travelling, um, she had to spend months on a boat just to play in a test match for her country, um, which is just incredible to hear and um, to hear those stories you have a deeper appreciation of I guess what they had to go through mm. and um, to be an Aboriginal person as well um, is certainly inspiring and um, an inspiration for hopefully not only for myself but um, other aspiring cricketers whether they be Aboriginal or not. So you got the chance to meet Faith what was she like and those memories do they feel even more special now? Yeah, they do. Um, she was an absolute character. Uh, I met her for the first time down in Canberra just before we went away um, for the first ever Women's Indigenous Tour to India back in, I think it was 2016. And then when I made my debut, um, when we were versing the Kiwis, we had a game at Adelaide Oval um, and we got to do a photo shoot together and um, she was quite funny with the things that she was saying because she was getting over getting her photo taken and she just <laughs> wanted to push the photographer down the stairs. <laughs> I do remember her saying, but... Um, I think, yeah, they're some of the memories, obviously, that I've shared with her and yeah. um, to look back and, yeah, just to hear people that knew her better than what I did, um, it's pretty incredible and uh, I guess to know where she has come from um, and what she could achieve is certainly an inspiration for a lot of people. And we just wanted to touch on your foundation. We know you went out to your first school in Dubbo quite recently. Um, can you tell us a bit about how it's all going and what you've been doing? Yeah, it was um, something that had been in the pipelines for three years and um, to finally kind of see it come to fruition, um, to see it implemented in a school out in Dubbo was something that I guess is a pretty big achievement for myself and um, for also the people that have been helping me as well along the way. It's it's certainly been a journey. Um, but I guess we're kind of in the process to hopefully be able to expand um, getting funding on board and, and things like that and just getting things set up in the right place. Um, it's challenging at times because I'm so focused on what I'm trying to do at the moment and that's trying to be a good cricketer and um, that stuff is also really good because it takes me away from cricket and um, doesn't make me so consumed in what I'm doing in my day-to-day -day life. But I think at the moment my sole focus is on cricket um, because this is obviously quite a big quite a big series but it, um, as soon as I get home that's probably when I can shift my focus a little bit and yeah, turn my attention back to that um, for a little period to, to try and get things back on track. Nice. And so when you went out to Dubbo, like, tell us what you did. Like, you went into a school, got the kids all set up and did it feel special and did it make you feel proud to see it actually come to fruition? Yeah, it was awesome. Um, leading up to the school visit, I was most nervous. I okay. went there on the Friday afternoon to, to see where um, where it was going to be held and the, and the classroom that it was going to be in and I was just most nervous that kids weren't going to show up. Um, <laughs> And I spoke to the school and we did a big school assembly and um, that was actually really overwhelming. Hundreds of kids just staring at me like, who is this person <laughs> so that's in were, my school? So you were speaking at assembly? Yeah. Wow. And wow. they were, yeah, they were not mesmerised, but they were like, <laughs> who is this Who is this woman standing on um, our stage? But And then, yeah, the following Monday was when it kind of kicked off and um, the teachers had let me know that there was definitely going to be kids coming because yeah. um, they had worded up um, a few families to come along and there probably was... 
about 40 kids that came through the door that day. Nice. Um, a couple of kids came through to, I guess, be in support of their friends, mm. um, which was really pleasing to see that kids can do that. Um, yeah. And then, yeah, I guess getting feedback from the school now, there's probably about 20 kids that consistently go through um, to get fed on a Monday and a Friday. Um, and hopefully if that school's a success, we can potentially implement it every day of the week because um, I'm sure that'll benefit a lot of people and then hopefully, yeah, expand after that. Were the kids pumped and do you like working with kids? I do, yeah. Um, kids are actually, I reckon, the toughest audience because they don't give you a lot. Um, <laughs> and when they do, they they just don't really seem that interested or they're shy because most yeah. kids are shy when they yeah. meet a stranger, which is probably a good thing. But, yeah, um, yeah it was actually really nerve-wracking. It was yeah. probably more nerve-wracking than playing a game of cricket because <laughs> I was like, oh, these kids don't know who I am, what I'm doing here. Um, but it was just really cool to, I guess, see the kids get involved. It's awesome. And if people want to find out more about your foundation or, or get involved or contribute, how can they do that? Uh, you can. I've got an Instagram, um, which has a direct link. Um, it's also on my own Instagram, but it's right. ashgfoundation.com um, is the easiest way. There's a donation link as well. Um, but there's an about, there's more about me, um, I guess, our values and morals at the foundation as well. So there's, there's plenty of information that you can seek. Um, yep, yep. And so, Ash, we're here at the Oval um, and believe your name is on the changing room. Yeah, when we came here in 2018, which was the 150-year um, commemoration tour of the first ever um, Australian cricket team leaving Australian shores, um, we retraced their footsteps. And obviously, if people don't know, but that team was um, 10 Aboriginal men with one Englishman um, who toured around England. And um, we came here and, yeah, on the wall, they were like, oh, do you want to sign the wall? And I didn't know the history behind signing the wall here at the Oval and I was like yeah great and then I came back here to to look where it was or to try and find where it was and it's under like world captains and I'm like <laughs> that's a bit of a stretch I don't know whether I kind of make that Very realm because there's some seriously impressive names on that wall and then there's uh, just a little Ashley Gardner down the bottom but um yeah there's obviously plenty of history behind um this ground and it's fantastic to come back here um with the Australian team to hopefully win again. Do you think cricket is Australian cricket is doing better in the way that they're recognising and celebrating the contributions of Aboriginals? Uh, they are, yes. Um, I, there's always obviously room for improvement yeah. and um, I guess that's about telling stories and I think storytelling goes, it's it's one of the best ways for people to learn and uh, for people to educate themselves mm -hmm. on um, shared experiences and, and personal experiences because um, then you can relate to individuals um so i think that's the most important thing but i guess it's going in the right direction which is really important um us yeah there's still obviously going to be things to improve on but i think if we keep going upwards trajectory that's the most important thing and we're here in london it's been a bit of a journey so far coming from leicester and nottingham and birmingham um got any big plans while you're here and have you got some family over yeah, um, I feel like when you're in London, you've got to um, do all the touristy things. Yeah. But um, we're going to theatre. Um, nice. We're going to the theatre tonight. We're going to watch Book of Mormon. Oh, cool. Oh, um, nice. And then on the 6th, we're going to Tina Turner. Wow. So we're going to see two, two shows. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> um, that might surprise people that I'm yeah. a theatre-like. I wouldn't say lover, liker. <laughs> um, but other than that, I feel like just going to some nice restaurants. Yeah. Um, yeah, doing touristy things. Um, Phoebe and I went on a bit of a um, run this morning yep. and just ran around and looked at all Westminster the... Westminster Abbey. Yeah. <laughs> it was actually really cool. That's a nice way to do a running session, which 
running's not that fun most yeah. of the time. But, but when you're in the middle of London, yeah. it's better. You have to, yeah. <laughs> so being able to share that with your teammates. Um, my partner's coming over, my mum's here. So um, it's, yeah, it's Is pretty awesome. Mum pumped to be over here? Yeah, she's never been to the UK. She's actually, she came over with her best friend and they're currently in Edinburgh, um, Edinburgh. looking at all the castles and then okay. they fly back tomorrow to, to watch the game because nice. they're... Their holidays based around the cricket, of course. Of course. Um, they couldn't not come to any of the games. So um, it's awesome to be able to share those experiences with your family because yep. um, she's never watched me overseas play. Oh. So wow. oh, that's the so first, good. Yeah, first time. So to be quite a huge series um, yep. for her to be able to come over and share that with her, hopefully go home with the Ashes. Um, yeah, it's pretty cool. Are you, like, particularly excited to head to Lords? Yes, I've been to Lords. Um, we just did like a tour. Okay. Um, got to eat the food, which was pretty yeah. good. Oh, that's okay. good. Um, yeah, good to hear. And to go back there to, to play a game of cricket, obviously there's so much history behind it. Um, yeah. And from what I know, there's been pretty good ticket sales, yeah. if not sold out, um, yeah. which is fantastic to see for the for the women's game here in England and then hopefully the global game as well to, to see the support that we're getting um, at each of the venues, which is so awesome to see. But, yeah, that's certainly a bucket yep. bucket list item that I'm going to be, be able to tick off. Yeah, it's going to be epic. Ash, thank you very much for joining us today on The Scoop. Um, loved, loved watching you play so far. Congratulations on um, an epic test match and all the best for the rest of the Ashes. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Australia away. Sit back and enjoy the stroke play of Meg Lanning. This is excellent batting by...